Welcome to the Mariner's Church Life Group Leader Podcast. This weekly conversation is designed to equip and resource you to build a healthy life group community that studies God's Word, practices spiritual rhythms, and changes the world together. Hello and welcome to the Life Group Leader Podcast. My name is Kirby Wood and I am the group's pastor here at Mariner's Church. And we are so glad to have with us today our online pastor, Paul Hahn. Woo! I'm yes. excited to be here with you guys. We're so glad to have you. We're so also so excited to have a great conversation today about how to equip you for our new series, Big Problems, Bigger God, as we prepare you guys to be prepared to have great conversations around these incredible topics that we know the people of our church experience, but also can find um, truth and relief and comfort in the fact that God is bigger than all of our problems. That's right. And I think I'm really excited for you guys as groups to be able to discuss these real life issues that we all deal with, whether that's anxiety or fear, or we're going to cover loneliness today. But I feel like our discussions as we go through this series are going to be really rich and meaningful as you guys get to dive into what that looks like in each of your lives. So true. I absolutely agree. And if you want to hear more about the heart behind Big Problems, Bigger God and how Eric really came to pick these specific topics, please go ahead and listen back to last week's podcast as Jared and Eric talked about the setup for this incredible series. So as we jump into it, we have with us in our hands a very cool, a very beautiful very nice magazine. It is so beautiful. I love the cover. It is so soft. Absolutely. (laughs) And what I love about it is that it was put together by an incredible team of volunteers who love our church and want to serve our church with their gifts. And so I really want to encourage you guys to pick one up, look through it. There's beautiful poetry, there's artwork, um, just so much content in here that will help us as we go through this series. So true, Paul. I absolutely love what our volunteers have done. And as you guys know, volunteers are what drive our church. Volunteers just like you. And so while you have a beautiful gift of leadership or shepherding or all kinds of things I know God has given you gift, there are opportunities for everyone and all of their gifts and talents to serve the church. And so we have incredible creative volunteers that were able to contribute with their gifts um, in creativity and art and photography as all that Paul just shared and be able to share them with us. So this is a very, very special magazine. I would say the best one yet. What do you think, Paul? I agree. It's so exciting. So good. We get better every time. But as always, luckily and um, luckily for us, unfortunately for us, there is life group discussion questions in here, which was written by our team here at the group's past um, here at the group's team at Mariners, and we hoped that these um, questions would be intentional um, to inspire rich conversations for you guys, as well as an ability for you and the people of your group to hear from God. That is why we do these lean in, look out, look down, look around, you know, look around, as Kenton would probably say, is just the intentional ways that we can read and interpret scripture for ourselves rather than listening to, you know, a a sermon from someone else or reading someone else's book about God's word. This is how we can make God's word the focus of our group. So know that as you step through this sermon aligned content that you are, are prompting, um, 
individual and personal um, reflection for your people. And that is such a, an important skill and focus of our groups. So as we jump in, um, we're actually starting here on page 16, which I hope and pray that you guys have your books with us, especially as you prepare. Everyone has this content, which is a little different. Typically, when we, um, you know, when we prepare you guys with the Life Group Leader content, you're the only ones that have this. But now, uh, now always, um, they will have this in their hands as well. So they can write little notes and you can do a little bit more reflection in groups this time, which is super helpful. But you can see here the main topic um, of this and it sets up really well. And it's all about loneliness. Mm -hmm. Right, Paul? Yes. And loneliness is just so prevalent in our culture and community right now. Um, but we have a God that is the creator of community. What do you what are you thinking about this right now, Paul? Yeah, I think what came to mind was that we really as a society with technology, with social media apps, with you know, so many ways to connect and yet we still experience loneliness, which is kind of crazy to me that we can we can have so many quote unquote friends on our Instagram and yet feel so alone when we're at home. Um, but what I love is the encouragement of one, that you are never alone. We have Jesus and the Holy Spirit with us. But also, as you guys are talking about this in groups, you have your you have your life groups. And that is the most beautiful picture of community that God has provided for us in this season. So beautiful. I so love that. And I love that it really is embedded in here. It really just sets the, the tone that we know that it's not just something that God asks us to participate in, but it's a reflection of himself. Yeah. So there's some really great teaching for your groups as you think about why did God create us with in, in community or why did God create us for community? Well, he himself exists in himself, a community of mm. himself. So as a triune God. So I think that's such, for me, more recently been such a reminder of like God's intentionality yeah. as he creates us. And so I, I absolutely love that. And I find that to be more confirming and inspires more faith in myself to know that he is with me because he intentionally, mm. you know, he intentionally place himself with me but also that he himself desires right. and longs or created in himself community yeah and i hope you guys feel even like more loved in that truth that yeah. god didn't create us because he was lonely like we right. see that he's already in community so right good he has that beautiful divine community Ooh. and yet he still wanted to create us for relationship with mm. him and so i hope that you feel loved and yeah. specially Cherish. created um for yeah. that Oh, that's so good. Oh, already, guys, I hope you're feeling encouraged because I know I am. But as we get into a little bit more fun here, um, the lean in today is so, so silly, but so, so great. I love it. Yeah. List out as many songs as you can about loneliness, which is so great, I think, as we just kind of try to demystify a little bit or, um, you know, just make sure it's not super. It can, we can just get really heavy as we're talking about loneliness mm. already. And I think we're starting off on like a really easy like, hey, why, look at all these songs about loneliness. Why do you think there's so many? Yeah. Are you and gonna sing for us though? I was hoping we would get a little a little track here. What songs is coming to your mind? You know, a classic. <laughs> yes. All by myself. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Oh, cut it there. But Beautiful. yes, I, I think kept going. <laughs> I think there are so many songs because it's such a common human experience. So true. So true. And I hope that, you know, that's what the main point of getting this question out um, is as, as you try to lean into what everyone is saying is you hope to hear, yes, loneliness is a singular 
feeling that someone feels, but it's actually one of the most universal experiences is that we would all feel lonely at some point in our life. Yeah. Regardless of gender, regardless of age group. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. So as we look down at God's word and we read Genesis, oh, I love this. This really sets up the main point here is what do you learn about God's intention for community? And we start to really see, hopefully, as you guys dissect this scripture, call out the things that stick out to you, you'll really start to see, you know, where and how and why God in the very beginning created us for community. Mm. So good. Um, We always like to take a moment, especially as we're starting a new series, I would really encourage you guys to um, pray before starting this conversation, maybe right here after the lean in, you go ahead and pray before you read God's word. Mm -hmm. I know that sometimes we can get out of rhythm and we just pray at the end during prayer requests, which is always, of course, a huge and important time, but never hesitate to pray multiple times throughout group. You know, this is a spiritual discussion and that should be thwarted with spiritual mm, um, practices. And yeah. that one of the, the major ones we can do is through prayer. So yeah. when we're asking God to reveal things to us, let's pray. Let's listen to the spirit and mm. ask God to reveal these things. And to even us. for you guys, we're, we're believing and we're trusting that you as shepherds for your group, you're aware of some of the stories of the members in your group where man, loneliness might've been a really, or could still be a really big part of someone's story. And so, so um, as you're praying, even internally, you can ask God to give you the wisdom, give you um, his heart for your group as you lead them through this discussion in a really pastoral and caring way. Mm, so good. So as we look out, we have two good questions here that aren't going to be too on the nose about um, loneliness, but are going to help us start to recognize where in the world that we can see things that may look like loneliness or are the opposite of loneliness. So the first question here, what are the key components um, to experiencing healthy community? And this is just helping us think, okay, so how are we, how do people combat this? How do people see this? Or how do we, how do we stay out of this? And then here again, um, as more of the negative flip, where outside of the church do people see community and how do these places fall short. Mm. Yeah. I think the first thing that sticks out to me when I think about um, where outside of the church to people experience community right now, I don't know why it's just coming to my mind. It's just the gym. Yeah. You know, like that's the first I definitely time. thought CrossFit. <laughs> right. I, I heard a quote actually from Kim Kardashian that she was talking about how every single day she has to work out. And I was like, that's probably what like a believer says about like their quiet time, you know, like there's something about exercise, which you know, is obviously very important to take care of your body and be healthy, um, but also that just can very easily be um, switched out for like spiritual disciplines, I think, you know, because mm. it's, it is such a disciplined practice, but I'm like, I don't know, I, I can see it so much in gym community. If you've ever been a part of a gym, it can be so rich and so full, but it also can very quickly fall short when nobody comes to your barbecue because, <laughs> you know, they have the workout in the morning, you know, or what have you. So that's definitely some of the things that stuck out to me. What, what are you thinking about some of this healthy community? What do you think kind of the, the purpose of asking that question, Paul, um, will reveal in the groups? Man, I mean, I hope that that's an opportunity for you guys to, I know later on in the page, it reminds you of the seven rhythms of Rooted, but I feel like it is a good reminder of maybe even some of the values that you guys agreed upon when you first started out as a life group to kind of reaffirm those things, to remind yourself of like, hey, we committed to consistency. I think that's an element of, of healthy community of just like showing up for people. Beautiful. Whether you feel like it or not, I know that when you show up on those days, God will bless you. And so I feel like this is a good question um, to almost recalibrate the group of 
yeah, this is what we appreciate about our community and and uh, the values that we're kind of doubling down on to be a healthy community. Absolutely. And I love that you were even bringing up values that aren't explicitly stated like in our root experience, like cons- consistency. That's exactly what I think that this question is fishing for. It's saying, okay, what makes, you know, experiencing healthy community like sing for you as individuals in this group, giving everybody buy-in and stake in this group as saying like, we want to shape this. We want to be a part of this healthy community and like this is you know my encouragement to you leaders healthy community cannot be just the burden that you have for the group you know like it has to be a mutual experience that everyone in your group is is um striving for is longing for and is seeking after and you know you know you can't do the prayer experiences and the serving experiences and the snacks and the dinner and the hosting i mean there's just so many roles that go into a life group and you as the leader can't hold all of them and i think that this is such a, a great way or great place to re-remind your group and allow people to really share and say guys how can we all contribute to um, healthy community here in this group and in um, our other places of community outside of this life group um, all right, friends, as we look on to look in, we have a couple of questions here as we really help the, our group members and ourselves be more introspective of where this scripture and um, where the teaching from the weekend can really hit home and what next steps we want to take. So look in for us, especially in this um, magazine is going to act, bo- act both as a look in, but also as a live it out. So you're going to see yourself Um, yeah, like looking in and then looking how you can really act this out. So first up, you see um, what have been the barriers in your life that prevent you from practicing biblical community? Oh, I love this question because rather than just saying like, let's do this, like, no, let's talk about the obstacles, right? Let's like be real and say, hey, this is not easy. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's a really good encouragement, even as your group to acknowledge um, like, the place that accountability has, right? Mm-hmm. If, if someone's like, yeah, I know that, um, you know, X, Y, Z reasons are the biggest things that, you know, hinder me from showing up for group. Then yeah. the next time you might be able to know exactly what to address with that person um, if they haven't been showing up consistently. And, you know, I think it's a really good place, like Kirby said, with honesty and authenticity um, within your group to go over these. It's so good. And I think one of the ones that I think will come up uh, very often, especially in our current culture, but especially in Orange County, is a sense of busyness. Mm. And, you know, I've just, I'm, I've just got so much going on. You know, and I, I would really encourage you as the leader and shepherd of this group to really consider a pastoral response to that. You know, as you start to think, okay, we're not going to try to fix one another and the answers that people may provide. You know, it's like, you know, if someone says, you know, well, I have this barrier and you're like, well, you shouldn't, you know, like, <laughs> or we're all busy, you know, like I can hear, you know, I can imagine some of the conversations that might be ahead. But my encouragement to you guys is really think and consider what's a gentle, gracious, but honest way to really um, yeah, inspire real reflection and contemplation over busyness and rushness as you think about the importance of biblical community. And that's hopefully what we've kind of been, you know, painting throughout this discussion before you get to this question is this is so important. This is so good for us, you know? Mm. Oh, I love that. So very affirming tone of the conversation. And then as you get closer to what are the barriers, you can kind of turn into more of the um, pastoral 
encouraging sweet parts of um of the of the of the time because we're allowing the holy spirit to do the convicting here you know what i mean we're not we're not we're not going to be the convictors but still i love the point you made about accountability because there's a there's a difference between trying to convict someone or correct them and then still holding them accountable and i think one of the strongest things that i've heard about accountability is you can't hold something, someone accountability to something they haven't asked for. Mm. So when someone shares, you know, I just, I have a really hard time showing up every week. Do you want us to check in with you? Mm. Right? That That's question, good. the invitation is the invitation into accountability rather than it feeling like a an overhandedness. Right. Yeah. We don't want anyone to feel shame, <laughs> no, <laughs> but yeah. we want the motivation to be love. Like Absolutely. we, we love having you in our group and Beautiful. that being the posture and motivation for sure. It's so good. And that's just one of the examples as kind of like the, the way that the conversations can go up around busyness, but I'm sure there's lots of other barriers that people will come up with. And like we said, this is a really great opportunity to allow the people of your group to really reflect on where God is convicting them and how you can, you know, encourage each other along in that process. So then we kind of take some little action steps here. How have you experienced healthy community in your group? And so this is, I know it doesn't sound like an action step, but truly this is a way that we start to tangibly see what we can do, right? How have you experienced? You're looking back at what community is, and that will start to paint the picture forward of what you want to continue to involve um, in your in your daily life and also in your community which is really good. Anything else you're seeing there, Paul? I mean, I think I know one of the rhythms of Rooted is um, a sense of uh, celebration and even worship. And I feel like that's another good place to invite that into the conversation is as you celebrate the ways that you've experienced healthy community within your group, that can become an act of worship. It's an invitation to thank God for the ways um, that he has provided this community for you and how it's been a blessing in each of your lives. So good. I absolutely love that. Yeah. And if you didn't already take time to pause and reflect on the last message series, you know, this is the week one of a new series. This is going to go on for about six weeks, I believe. So you're going to kind of be hitting, you know, a, a little stride here. So if you haven't taken time to reflect and enjoy and celebrate, you know, how the summer went or how um, your last study was. Make sure that you create a little space in the time today. But last up um, on here is the seven rhythms of Rooted. We are going through um, six weeks here with this series, but we'll be hitting at five of the different seven rhythms of Rooted through each discussion. And we want to really encourage you guys to to really see and embed these rooted rhythms into the life of the group. And so I highly recommend reading these ahead of time before you get um, to the discussion. So it's not just at the bottom here, even though that's where we placed it. But we hope that you take a moment and read this little aside. But one of the key components that we really see that makes a really healthy and long-lasting life group are those that practice these rhythms and rooted. And you might hear us say rhythms are rooted all the time. But um, and but you really don't know exactly what they are. And so I just want to kind of call those out to you right now. Oops, sorry. Um, I want to call those want to call those out to you right now, um, just so you know um, what they are. And so Paul and I are going to do a little ad lib here to see if we can remember all seven rhythms of rooted. So first up, daily devotion. Prayer. Beautiful. Prayer. Serve, serve experience. Mm-hmm. Repentance. Repentance. Beautiful. Worship. Giving. Giving. Yeah, good. Um, sharing your story. That was seven. That's it? Sharing your story? Wasn't it? Yeah, worship. That, oh, that is seven. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Those are the those are the seven, right?
right there. So you guys, out of those seven, those are things that we know were experiential and discussional things that you experienced in your root experience. As you continue um, as a life group, we know that coming back to those um, practices and experiences will really help you stay rooted and um, <laughs> stay rooted. Love it. Um, will help you stay connected to one another and also connected to God's intention for community. Um, so you guys, this week we are praying and hope that you have a great first week in this new series. Um, if you need another magazine um, and you're not able to get one, please come and find myself or one of our affinity pastors or adult ministry pastors out on the patio. We as your um, group's team would love to make sure that every person in your group is able to step through the life group discussion with you. So um, let us know if you need anything. We are praying for you and um, with you. 